Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 85th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. The Truth. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Last time, the packs were mentally controlled by Carson Faces the Storm to find evidence to prove that he, in fact, survived the encounter at the Sept of the Winterfang. Mentally compelled, they used the right descent into the underworld, and returned to the Dark Umbra. Traveling and reuniting with Hank, the legionnaire that they had worked with last time, discovered that Carson was supposedly back at the movie theater in the Dark Umbra. Going that way, they were confronted by a Nexus crawler whose appearance was changed to look like that of Carson. Battling it out, they destroyed the Bane and returned, and have presented their evidence to the Karen that Carson was correct and that a Bane had replaced him in the Umbra and had tricked them into believing that he had become a ghost. And so you've relayed your information to the elders and are given a bit of time. It is the day after the moot as you're all kind of collecting yourselves, things like that. It is specifically December the 7th. And so what would you like to do? Mark would definitely like to head into the Umbra. He wants to set, he wants to head to uh, like the outskirts of the Sept and pretty much just kind of start patrolling. I guess it's Sept duty. Okay. Sept duty, yeah. That would sure. be it, yeah. And maybe Zeb could meet up with me there. Sounds good. Cora? If there's other Sept duties around that need filling for the moment, then she can do that since there's there's not a whole lot to do at the moment um, while we're waiting. Kyle? I think Kyle is going to check on Steven. Okay. He was injured recently, and also they haven't talked about anything that's happening right now except, like, since the Uctena took over, and that's been lots changed since then, somehow. Sure. Alright. And Zeb? That'll be, the, that'll be the two things. I'll go out and I'll find Mark both for our spirit of truth and then asking him for help. Okay, so we will start first with Cora. Guts the Weak approaches you. She's about an inch shorter than you, but about two inches wider in the shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Guts the Weak, Rhea. You are the one who spoke about this place's sins, correct? I was part of the party who was punished for it. Hmm. I see. Very good. I think you were wronged in being punished for it. I think that there were a lot of wrongs across the board with the situation at hand. As she pulls out a, a knife, it's crafted of cold iron. It has the glyphs of Fenris, of blood, and of vengeance upon it and she places it into your hand. You were wronged by the sept, and so I make amends to you 
and give you a weapon worthy of a get of Fenris. She'll look at it, she'll kind of play around with it. I appreciate this. It has a spirit of vengeance bound to it. The spirit is known as Drains of the Wicked. Speak to him when you meditate and attune yourself to the weapon. The weapon is simple. It does very little for a Garu, at least in any forms other than Hamid or Glabro, as it does not rend flesh as easily as our claws, but it has a other purpose. If you yeah. had an item stolen from you, taken unjustly, you may focus on the knife, meditate on it, and the dagger will begin to tug you towards the thief so that you may bring retribution upon them. This is extremely useful. I appreciate the gift. I expect that you know where your loyalty should lie, especially since the get of Fenris are getting pushed out of this Karen. This whole debacle of justice and returning what was taken and all other manner of weak talk. Karens belong to the strongest, and there are no stronger here than myself. I cannot argue that from what I have seen. Of course you can't. It's the truth. I thank you for this, and I do know where my loyalties lie. Good. Um, are you here for much longer as far as after the, the investigation goes? I am here when justice has been doled out and the guilty feed Gaia with their lifeblood. I understand. There were not many get to uh, in this set to begin with, so I do not have much news. When is our moot this year? The get moot is once again during the winter solstice, though I will not be going this year, as I have other duties to attend to. Are, do you know where it'll take place? Yes, it'll take place at the Sept of the Second Island. Sept of the Second Island. And the next time, it will take place at the Sept of the Pine, the Sea of Pines, located up in Montana. I am interested in traveling to other Sept, that get Septs, so those will be fun to, to attend. Good. I'm going to be interested in seeing how the rite of the winter's winds will be performed this year here in this Karen. Could you tell me a little bit more about, about why it would change this year here? Uh, we've never had the privilege to, to witness it. <laughs> it's because the mule plans on changing it to better resemble the one performed by his ancestors. Getting the right entirely wrong. Some of your thurges are in an uproar about it. Mm. Everyone knows that Gaia births the sun, and that is what the right is for, to encourage the birth and to scare worm away worm minions before they steal it away. The Utena believe that it's some sort of ritual where the sun goes underground to shed light upon secrets, and so they search in all the wrong places. Cora just thinks for a minute, and just... The winter solstice is the coming of summer, though, of the sun. 
the winter solstice is the longest day of the year or night of the year Mm -hmm. and it is because helios wanes now old legend has it and i don't necessarily believe it anymore if this rite is not performed by the garu at least somewhere on in the world the sun will continue to descend earlier and earlier and earlier until Gaia is in nothing but everlasting darkness and pain. And it is so that this rite encourages the sun to be reborn, to come forth, to strengthen Helios, so that the days may grow long again, and Gaia to be warmed. I understand. The Uctena believe that Helios is some sort of cave diver. That's why they are a foolish tribe who can't hold any Karens. I appreciate you teaching me more about my tribe and our our rights. Of course. I don't get a whole lot of that here. I understand that. There'll be the right of the three wells at the get, Karen. Cora will ask if she could tell Cora about that as well and that we can like... Sure. Yeah. So, Kyle, you see Steven lying in a snowbank. His head's back. He's got a giant clump of snow in his paws. He's holding it over some of his, over himself, just cooling off. He's mostly healed at this point. Most of the damage is gone. There's just a few more scrapes along him at this point. It's been a sev- several days. How you feeling, buddy? Tired. Tired. Yeah, I get that. How you doing, buddy? Standing, I believe is what the kids call it for Carson faces the storm these days. <laughs> That wasn't by choice, if you wouldn't mind keeping that under wraps for now. Uh, sure? What do you mean not by choice? Oh, he mentally forced us to do that. But you found evidence. Do you think he planted it? No, I don't think he did. Okay. We, uh, we think he's working with someone. Not like a spiral or anything. (sighs) Okay, Kyle, help me up. Help me up yeah. as he puts up his arm. I gotcha. As he goes, all right, buddy, as he wraps his arm around you, you know what we're going to do? Is it fighting cops? Not tonight, but I like your spirit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Christmas. Let them, let them, you know, remember what it's like to be human for a couple of days. <laughs> No, what we're going to do is you're going to help old Hurt Steven, the Philodox holding up the mighty Arun warrior who <laughs> dealt with a whole pack of his own kin to a nearby bar, you're paying, and we are going to drink and talk this over because yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, you know, that uh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah, sold. Hell yeah, let's go. Oh, oh. Slow down, slow down. My legs, my legs aren't fully healed yet. Oh, maybe I could carry you. Oh, you're such a doll. (laughs) You've been taking lessons from a ragabosh? You know, a funny one? (laughs) Maybe when I meet one. (laughs) Mark, moving along the edges of the Karen, you do see several bird spirits flying into the Karen. Almost like there's a curiosity about them, including one crafted of like bright red plumage. It almost looks like a falcon, but of pure red with yellow highlights within its feathers. 
and a beak that steams slightly in the cold winter air. Mark's going to kind of yelp up at that spirit and to try to garnish his attention to come down. Spirit looks and it lands as you see the snow kind of melting out around it. And as that happens, you notice that there's a small trail of melted snow from this bird and several snakes are slithering into the carrot grounds. Garter snakes, rattlesnakes, milk snakes. Greetings, traveler. What brings you to the cairn? I have heard old pacts are being reforged. I wish to see it and allow to melt the way for these ones to return. For long ago, the great, the great water serpent and the children of Falcon flew together in beautiful harmony in ancient days that I barely remember. Well, certainly this is true. Older brother is now in charge of this Karen and Sept. And tr- it is true, old packs shall be reformed. I am just here to make sure that no malevolence reaches this place. Many things have happened here of a contentious nature. And I wish all guests to be welcome, but safe. Oh, yes. The worm is hiding somewhere. I don't know if in the Karen or nearby, but I sense the coming blight. Of course. No. The worm festers now in the city, more so than ever. Ah, this is understandable. Be wary. The leech is abound in the city, and war has been raging. The leeches are such a mild part of the worm's plan. No, banes grow stronger. Misery grows. Hmm. Well, thank you for the warning, traveler. I will not hinder your path uh, longer. May Gaia be with you. May the great Earth Mother watch over you. Be wary, for there is a spirit that Garu deal with often, but do not feel its bite like their kin and man feels. I'll keep this warning in mind. Thank you, spirit. Beware the ragged bite of poverty. Uh, Mark will kind of take his paw and uh, kind of make a glyph of, like, good luck and fortune. The spirit acknowledges and then heads off. Mm, this is troubling. Seems one problem solved, another arises, but seems to be our way. As you hear crunches of footsteps come up from behind you, and it is Zeb. Turn around and uh, start panting happily, I guess, with like the dog face uh, I have. And Zeb speaks with sweet whispers and kind of go. Fallen? I'll transform into uh, Glabros. It's good to see you, old friend. It's been too long since we've spoken amicably. It has. I'm glad you're back. Mm. It appears you've enhanced yourself. And he'll uh, kind of point to the scars. Uh, yes, uh, this was from our first encounter with what we believed was Carson. So... You could say that I wasn't listening and I paid for it, as he points to his missing ear. But it's good to see you. I guess I'll start having to catch up with you on the scars, but hopefully not soon. Between the two of us, we'll make a complete guru. Uh, You seem troubled. Rarely do I bring good news. I am growing weary of hearing voices in my head that I do not invite. Mm. 
I am familiar with this, definitely. But go on, I'm sorry. I don't think we can do anything to stop it now. But I want the truth out there no matter what. I've happily given up an eye to make sure I see the truth. Now I'm being denied the ability to speak it. This is abhorrent to me, so perhaps you and I will give a try to bring an aspect of truth here. Let it roam this place. Let it make sure the words that have been twisted out of our mouths maybe are heard differently and as they should be. What do you think? I like this plan. Instead of, instead of us having to filter out to find what we think is the truth, there could be a being that is just a pure manifestation of it, searching for it. This is a good idea. We have a hunter, and there's certainly a prey in the sept. It's funny you mention that. There is another piece I'd like us to consider after this. We can speak about it more. I know there are spirits here that you talk to in depth or for some time. One of them is a legend called Hunts from Above. I wish to know more. You and I can take our time here and you can introduce me to some of your newfound friends. Mark will kind of, uh, hairs on, hairs on his body will stand up when he hears the mention of Hunts from Above. One of the many names he knows of the, of the Incarna he speaks of. You know, certainly. And what you ask and what you speak definitely is not meant for most years. Come, I think, I think I can step out of the Sept grounds for a bit. Let's find some seclusion. Let's see if we can find a few others that might assist. Keegan, do they need to know the right to assist, or is it just a no. that they participate? They okay. just participate. Uh, there's a whole section where you can actually attempt a right you participated in without knowing mm -hmm. it, but the difficulty shoots up. Shoots up really high. Okay. I will look to find my own pack mate, so I'll go and try to find Roy. And I will come with him. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see who we can gather up kind of in the immediate vicinity, knowing that, likely learning that, you know, Tyler's, or uh, Kyle's already off drinking, mm -hmm. and and Cora's with someone scary. We might just stick with our, our third party of, uh, of Roy and then give it a try. So we'll go find him. Sounds good. So, Roy, you see Mark and Zeb approaching at you. They have both a look of grave concern and devious, there he is in their eyes, or eye, depending. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. Mindscape. Brother, Brother Roy. How goes it? We're going to do your favorite thing, Brother Roy, and that's discovering the truth. You're going to help us out, if you don't mind, with a little ritual. We're going to see if we can make some clarity here and make sure that secrets that folks are trying to keep might get revealed. I'm a little sick of voices in my head. Maybe you are, too. I am sick of voices speaking inside of my head. What what kind of plan do you have in mind? We're going to summon a spirit of truth, and we're going to let that spirit have its course. I can't guard our minds against whatever it is that reaches out to us. Our words are already twisted. Perhaps maybe between the three of us, we can bring something forth that can help with that. Mark will just give a big smile and a thumbs up in his glabrose form, like, yeah. With what's been going on, I think this is a great idea. What must yeah. we do to start this ritual? Let's go find a secluded spot. We'll spend some time. Along the way, we can garnish the uh, appropriate reagents. I got a backpack. Sure. So and we're going to spend like two hours on okay. it, Keegan. You're going to spend two hours. So you guys start getting the reagents. Mark, you get some of the crystal clear water from the streams to fill into a water skin so that you may pour it over yourselves in the frigid cold to endure it. 
There's also another way to help increase your chances, especially depending on how powerful of a spirit you're aiming for. There's a certain mm -hmm. term used in the common vernacular when speaking of truth that you could emulate to try and make it more enticing. The naked truth. The naked truth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. But you can do things to decrease the difficulty if you start doing things ritualistically to emulate and make things associated with truth. So like cleansing water over the self, stripping down and showing yourself to the whole world sort of thing in your, okay. your right. Yeah, hence the naked truth. Emulate truth. Yeah, so, so so you guys go crazy with it in your descriptions to try and like drive it forward. And another thing, okay. part of the ritual could be telling uncomfortable truths to each other. All of these things will reduce the difficulty to make it easier to summon the spirit. And depending on what kind of spirit you're looking for, you might want to go uh, go all out. Okay. All right, well, I am gonna go all out. Uh, I will definitely. So like, I'll there's art if you want. I will do my best. Zeb will strip down in Hamid naked. Okay. Um, he will stand out in the open, or within our little group. You know what I mean. But among among these these other two. Mm-hmm. I fear when my words are twisted, that I might say the wrong thing. But I am paranoid more about those that I love most falling, and I look over my shoulder far too often, in fear of the chase versus being the one that would face it as the predator. These are truths that I live with, but there are others that I hope may be revealed. Mark will follow suit as well, strip down to the naked truth, and he'll cleanse himself, pour the water on him, and then he'll stand his ground, and he'll look at Zeb, and he'll say, in the in ponderings of the spirit that you seek answers for, I have succumbed to his rage that he emits, and it is not a aimless rage. It is a rage of vindication, of worry, of concern, of incapability. And it was a rage that I felt enticing. It gave me power. It gave me purpose. It gave me purpose for Ishtara. Uh, Roy will stripped down naked in Hamid, pour water all over himself. I fear that I fear that I may be losing my path yet again. For I found it and then lost it all within a blink. The path that Uskaru walk is not a straight and narrow, nor is it twisting and winding, for it is a multi-branch path, and I do not know which one to take. But with the family that I have now, and the family that I will have in the future. I do hope that they will show the light to guide me, and hopefully with the light that you guide, oh great spirit, you too can help guide me and the Garu here, and show the naked truth. Uh, real quick, because it is fucking freezing and you poured river water over your heads, please roll <laughs> stamina, diff eight. Uh. Two bashing, Zeb. No bashing, Roy and Mark. As you feel it cut through you, as some of the ice crystals do form on, on you, Zeb, as you start going. Who's doing the roll? I am. You are. Okay. Yep. And I will so, expend a willpower to negate wound penalties. 
Okay, perfect. So that will be a Wits Rituals with the two extra hours and the extra shit plus the extra person. That's going to get you at difficulty five. Nice. nice. <laughs> very, very nice. So that means that the spirit is will arrive immediately and is passively benign. So as that happens, the clouds of the overcast winter day explode out around you as the light of Helios penetrates into the Umbra for one of the rare moments that you could think of as it's like the light of day hits you as the noonday happens, as you see a woman descending, her eyes covered by a blindfold, a sword in one hand, and the scales in the other, as she starts to move down and the wind of her strength causes all of the snow to explode out as you see the snow mingling with the air spirits around, giving them face when normally they are invisible as they scatter in all directions as she shows them existing and her light opens up as you see the spirits of the trees shimmering and alive and you feel a clarity over your eyes and no lies can be spoken at this moment here you are incapable of it without spending a point of willpower to tell a lie all manipulation rolls and all subterfuge rolls are difficulty 10 while the spirit's presence is here. Okay. Yeah. No lie can be uttered. You summoned an incarna. Yep. Oh, holy, holy shit. We yeah. summoned. <laughs> holy yeah, dude, shit. We're not fucking around here, man. <laughs> oh, crap. We're, not, we're not. Come on now. Holy on, crap. Now. Zeb, I didn't Zeb, realize that was the level we summoned. Zeb, holy Zeb crap. was done getting fucked with. All right. We were done. She, she stands 12 feet tall as she turns and you see the halo of light ignite and you see a thousand eyes open around it and you hear from every tree, every stone, every whisper of the wind, why have you summoned me? All right, one clarifying question when it comes to this like this high level of, of a spirit. Mm -hmm. Gnosis offerings are still appropriate, not considered an insult. It's not like Correct. I do not need this pathetic... Okay. Correct, correct. Gnosis okay. is always... Okay. And then you will offer... Then you need... To, and for a spirit of this level, you want to offer the favor first and then say, in exchange for... Okay. And I think all three of us should give it in a very reverent and on-knee fashion kind of deal. Like, <laughs> holy crap, the level of this spirit <laughs> right now. I'm so glad that I also have spirit speech. She speaks She speaks in every language. No matter who okay. it is, they will understand her. Because as an aspect of truth, truth is heard no matter the language. That's fair. I guess in our naked in our naked Hamid bodies, I'm gonna pull Gnosis from myself and kinda kneel and offer it with both hands with head down, pretty much. Yeah, that was well that was the thing I was gonna ask, kind of out of character, how much you plan on giving up? All um, of it. All of it? <laughs> All of it. Roy's going all deep. Three. Okay. All, all three. All three. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, Roy's how much gnosis three. can we spend on? Up to your. Thing? Up to how much you have. Holy crap! Do you think giving this Incarna six gnosis would be worth it? I was gonna give her three, so we can give her nine. All right, I'll give three. I think. I think it is. So, um, I'm gonna give. Let's see. What form? What form should it take? 
I was thinking of things that would go on her scales. Like I would just have like a pile of gold, feathers and lead would be like the three things that I would produce or something like arrows, rushes, something. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I would do it in three items. So it'd be like, like Gnosis in the form of like, like weapons, Gnosis in the form of gold, Gnosis in the form of feathers. Uh, would be the three things that, that like I would create and put out before me in the form okay. of the three noses that I expend. Um, what do you, yeah? And I'll let you guys describe first, then I'll speak first if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Mark will pr- pretty much try to put all the all the gnosis, all three gnosis, into one large item, and it's going to be like I guess scroll shaped, like with moving glyphs on it. He's going okay. to try to. It kind of make it as such, and the glyphs will be of yearning, truth, justice, vindication, so on and so forth. All right. And I'm going to do something pretty basic, standard. Roy is going to produce three items of quill, ink, and paper, as in the truth will always be written down for future generations to heed and follow okay as she turns and she looks at you as her form completely changes as you see black fur whip around her body as her blade changes and becomes curved as the blindfold peels back becoming a headdress and her head becoming that of a jackal as you see the anubis like figure take its scale and summon your gnosis to it as it lands upon one edge and you hear it speak I will weigh the contents of your soul to the words you speak Great one, we offer gifts of commodity, craftsmanship and utility because for too long the truth amongst us has been twisted and we are unable to utter it things reach out from beyond and lies permeate this place and divide us They prevent unity. They prevent action. We are paralyzed and divided. And here we are now, perhaps the weaker of the group here, but knowing we need your intercession. The weights kind of move a little bit. There is one who truth bruises. It is because their patron moves the threads of reality, twists them. They bend the weaver and they twist the wild. But be warned, this is one who will do much harm. They come in the guise of a mouse, but inside their throat is a mighty serpent that will poison the world. This one that you have found, the one that moves in the shadows, will use their talons to bring the world and bring it to its knees. It speaks the words, global dissension. Mark will think back to the bird spirit giving his warning, and Mark will speak up and say, Great Incarna, a spirit has given me a warning that sounds very similar to as such as you say. Is this the same as the bird spirit spoke? No, but it uses the shackles for what is healing but burdening the poor with the shackles of poverty for the nectar of life. Oh, great one, Ma'at called truth we ask you to reach out and cast out the lies of this place the lies the illusions the deceits we have lost our way amongst each other we have lost the enemy we have lost what it means to be here 
and defend this land for Gaia and to fight for her. We are beset by lies. They must be gone. Truth must be bled for. There are three who have come. Bleed by accusing them that the truth they spout is false. There is a wolf of winter, cold but even-handed. There is a warrior, harsh and bloody. There is a horned mystic who wishes to impose his own agendas. Confront them as openly and as harshly as you can. Once you shed blood for this cause, then I shall appear as you see her head split into three serpents and then they dive into your mouths and f- go into your guts. Oh man. Sorry, that was just really brutal in my head. That is brutal, oh. but it's it's I mean it's gonna be fun getting our faces beat in for the truth. But uh Hey, we have an incarna that literal an incarna of truth that said, Don't worry, I got your back hey, when you bleed. Hey, all I'm saying is not Tatiana. No, <laughs> 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 no. Go on, Mark. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I got I got, I'm, 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 I got Tatiana and I got Malcolm from 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 two and I think the third's other first wolf or or Albrecht, but I think it might be. It first was wolf. it was Evan. Evan. Okay. Oh. Okay. Got it. Yep. All right. Tatiana. So I'll Evan, take Tatiana. Oh. We're all gonna do the stupidest thing so we've ever done. <laughs> what was Tatiana done? Like, what am I calling him? She is the wolf Baby. of winter. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Her her Garu name is Guts the Weak. Okay. So I'm trying to call her out for... Having alternate motivations than justice coming here. As you're, you're still doing kind of your guard duty, hanging out with the, mm. uh, the knife, I'm assuming? Yeah. When you see uh, S- Steven and Kyle doing their best impression of a three-legged race, coming back into the Karen grounds, hanging on each other. Kah! What what the hell happened to you two? Yeah, Steven. <laughs> we got extra as he pulls out his brown paper bag. Do you want some? I'm on duty. <laughs> now, how would it look, Steven, if I were to volunteer for duty as soon as I get back from banishment and end up drunk? Like yourself? No, thank you. What were you guys doing? Like, obviously drinking, but what? Why? Because shit's fucked up, Cora. Good enough for me. We had to use some rights to bless the alcohol so it would affect me. Yeah, yeah. Those those fun rights. It was worth it. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Did you get her number? I think I forgot it. You're never gonna get a girlfriend this way. Uh, Kyle goes down low. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you guys headed? Just to sleep it off? Maybe? No, we're just gonna hang out at the Karen. It's good to be home. You know, just getting to hang out. Uh, hmm. 
group yeah. of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll join you when I'm off duty. If you're still awake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you were more fun as a Cleoth. Way less of a stick in the mud. I've been punished a lot, Steven. <laughs> so true. have I. So have I. Picking fighting the veil shall not be whoa <laughs> <laughs> how how far gone is kyle <laughs> nicely gone gotcha toasty. okay cool very toasty yeah. toasty <laughs> four sheets to the wind <laughs> mm. maybe y'all should go sit by the fire before you throw up or pass out and i have to carry you back at least someone will carry me, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who said it was a joke. I would have carried you. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, how embarrassing would it have been for for Philodox to carry you, Steven? The thing is, Cora, Rat doesn't really care that much about pride. Pride gets you killed. Pride gets you in trouble. Cora will pat, pat her body. It's like I'm still alive. Not out of trouble, but still alive. Yeah, but you know what? Rat's a survivor. Survivor? <laughs> I've survived on the streets. I've survived being a Metis. I have survived all the horseshit around. I've survived getting beaten by my own kin. I have survived a thousand things. And why? Because I know when to tuck my tail and run away. And if I have to, I got a nice little nasty gift where I shoot stinking liquid out my ass so they can't follow me. Rat provides. <laughs> oh, you tell her, Steven. <laughs> That's fantastic, Steven. I'm glad for you. Arun should run more. We definitely don't have enough silent striders here. They run all the fucking time they're gonna get tired too too fast these are always so fun oh sorry let me let me prove it prove it kyle help, help me turn around help help me turn no. around no, <laughs> <laughs> no steven no of course. <laughs> so i gotta i gotta shift to your Krinos form and <laughs> it, it's a real simple gift Cora's just gonna, like, push and knock Steven over, like, no! As you push Steven over, but he does get off Gift of the Skunk, so I need you to roll Dexterity Athletics. Duh. <laughs> At least I've got five in Dexterity and four in Athletics. So he misses, but you get the smell. It's fucking foul. As it squirts overhead. Roll stamina to not throw up. <laughs> As it hits the hits a nearby tree and it's this just horrid smell of, you know, skunk mixed with wolf musk turned up to 11. Cora's gonna uh, change into her homage so that her nose is not so overwhelmed by this. Because it's probably absolutely Correct. like so much worse in, in lupus than it is in homage. Correct. <laughs> As you see Steven in the smoke. As he shifts back into Hamid. Ugh. It's pretty useful. God damn it, Steven. Ugh. You should go to sleep this off. 
sleep this off before you run into guts the week. Oh, I would never run into guts the week. She's terrifying. Incredibly. Or even fucking Albrecht. I don't, just, we have so many people here you don't want to piss off right now. Albrecht ran with my people in Manhattan. Everyone knows that. We're cool. We're cool. He he knows Bonars. He, I'm basically like his third cousin. Everyone's basically like his third cousin. Go sleep it off. Cora, I'm shocked and appalled at your <laughs> tribal bigotry. Hurt. <laughs> I'm not hurt. That would take pride. I'm not going to give her that. I'm hurt for you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Oh, you're such a sweet talker. Let's go by the fire and kill this thing. Yeah. And so you move towards the fire and you have a couple more drinks as you're sitting there drinking and in the distance you see this giant explosion of clouds and light shooting down from the heavens several miles away. What the fuck? Ah, the... I think something happened in the Umbra. Gauntlet's so weak here, it crossed over briefly. Do you think it's an attack? Uh, I hope... I hope not. It looked real bright. Bright's good, usually. Well, nuclear explosions are bright. In the... well, yeah. Do we want to kill our buzz and go check it out? Yeah. As Steven shifts to Glavro, Buzz is completely gone. Shifts back to, to Hamid. Be safe, or do we want to go Lupus? Let's go Lupus. As you two shift, and you two start heading off in that general direction. Kyle, Steven, and Cora reach the edge of a bit of a glade here in the forest. The gauntlet is quite thin, but you there's no one here. There's just the light. And so you'll have to peek to view the other side of the gauntlet, which means that you would roll Gnosis the gauntlet plus two difficulty, I believe, which means here in the Karen, that'd be diff six. Oh, it's plus three. So it'd be uh, diff seven. I'm sorry. Rolls the same either way. Yeah, rolls the same for you. So you you do get to see Kyle. Uh, looks like chorus sees. And then let me roll for Steven. If you fail to peek... Is that something like it takes you like a set amount of time? Yeah. Okay. So, wow, good job, Steven. Uh, You all peek. You see all four or all three of your compatriots standing there naked as they're putting things away and seeming to dress themselves up. They have a sense of purpose about them. As Steven stops peeking going, well, what the fuck are they up to now? Looks like they've been having more fun than us. Yeah. I guess so. I'm, well, Roy was a m- drug dealer. Maybe he's got some like really good hallucinogenics. So good they make us hallucinate giant beams of light. Well, I mean, have you looked at Mark? He, though, though he's pretty tan on his arms and his face. The rest of him <laughs> <laughs> looked like a floating set of arms and a head <laughs> next to all the snow. So bright, hey, it hey, pierced hey, the hey. veil. Hey, I thought there was a gibbous out, but a full moon. <laughs> oh, okay. Should we cross over? We'll have to find something reflective, but... Did they look like they were, like, just about ready to go? Yeah, they, they were dressing up. I mean, 
I figure they shouldn't take too long to get out of there. But yeah, if we can make a, make it over there quick. Uh, maybe. Well, might have to go through the heart of the Karen at that point. They might just come back. So yeah, and let's let's see if we can intercept them there. Sure. Yeah. So you guys head back to the heart of the Karen. You guys also head to the heart of the Karen and you pass through without having to do a Gnosis roll. As you see Steven, Cora, and Kyle standing there. Arms crossed. <laughs> Questioning looks. <laughs> so, uh, what, what the hell was that? You are goddess incapable of, of lying. <laughs> the goddess of truth. You can call it that, I suppose. Roy, what did you give them? I didn't give them anything. It was actually them who gave me. I don't want to know anymore. We performed a rite of summoning and we successfully sent the incarnate of truth and we requested that the shadow of lies be lifted from this Karen and Sept and we are here to challenge three people, three Garu that have brought lies. Uh... Ritual continues. And part of it requires blood. Uh, it must be shed for the truth. There's always a price. Part of the game. K- Kyle? As he's pointing to your earring? Well, but wait. I can roll for this, though, right? Like, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll for this. Is this, like, what? perception empathy? Yeah, this would be... Actually, no, it would be... Um, with subterfuge, because subterfuge is your ability to lie and your ability to detect lies. Okay. What's... Is it standard diff? Yeah, it'll be standard diff. It sounds like they're telling the truth. I, uh... I don't think they're lying. Okay. <clears throat> well... well you, you three jokers summoned in a car- Incarna. Yes. Indeed. What three yeah. Garu? Katiana gets the weak. Oh, Malcolm my God. Malcolm Herder. Oh, shit. And Evan heals the past. Oh. There's always a price, Kyle. You know that. What are we willing to pay for the truth? A hell of a lot. If Carson's as dangerous as he, well, as we think he could be, then all right. You'll, uh, you'll probably need a healer after this. Lots of it. We'll put our trust in truth. We have to. We have been guaranteed her protection. So, we'll start with Mark. As you see Tatiana speaking to some of the get, she turns. Elder Rhea, he says, like, mockingly. Why does a speck approach me? This speck knows more than you think, Elder. Well... I am here to reveal your lies. You say you're here for justice. Yes, lies. You say you're here for justice. But I am here to get the truth from you. It's very clear you're here to just conquer this Cairn. Out of everyone that has shown up, it is your group that deserves it the least. You dare come here? Saying you are doing Garu justice? That you are following Litany? Do not suffer the weakness of others? Well, I cannot suffer your lies any longer, for it makes you weak. She doesn't frenzy, but you see the glow in her eyes going. It is against the Litany to challenge one so weak. But the Litany, as he starts to shift and turns into full Krinos, says nothing about crushing one who violates the litany. Uh, I will turn to Krynos too. I violate nothing, for truth is on my side, and I will bleed it from you or me. 
You're delusional. Your mind is broken. Do not suffer thy people to tend to thy sickness. As you see her grab the hammer. Initiative real quick, Mark. Oh, that plus uh, 21, though. You're, you're making them roll when... <laughs> There's the plus 21, okay. <laughs> Honestly, just get a generous. Just, you don't gotta roll. It's so much more fun, though. All right. It's always good to see by how much you see. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so she's going to spend a point of gnosis and activate Might of Thor. And what are you going to do, uh... Mark? I'm going to spend a point of Gnosis to activate Unicorn's Arsenal and spend another Gnosis to uh, activate Resist Pain. Willpower. For oh, resist willpower. Pain. I will okay. spend a willpower then. Yep. Okay. She does not succeed <clears throat> on this one. That's okay. So next turn, she's going to attack. Are you going to dodge? No, I will attack. Okay. Uh, I will spend two rage. For it, two attacks. Two more attacks. Okay, she gets to go first. So that's three rollover. And, uh, and you can only... Uh, you can't soak because it's silver. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind. Don't have to roll. So just three? No, that's that's her roll to hit. Now I'm rolling oh, okay. her damage. Okay. That's right. You're gonna bleed. Yeah, I'm seeing 16. Oh, 12. <laughs> oh. Okay. God damn. So she swings. Imagine if that was with Midas Thor. That'd been 29 dice of damage. God. Yeah, That's she, how you get to get a Fenris angry. <laughs> she, so Kyle, Cora, you witness her grab the hammer as Mark's going in for his two claw attacks as she hits one arm as he's trying to claw as his arm actually collapses in as you see the bone ripping out the back of his elbow as the bone starts shooting out, hits the ribs, keeps going as his other claw tries to hit, and she does a kind of golfer swing at the end as the top of his body rips out as the claw misses his entrails falling behind. As you see a thousand snakes erupt from his stomach and grab the upper part of his body and pull him in, and you see a maiden go and place her hand upon his arm, and starts to grow the bones back within them as his bones stick in a nearby tree. Like, all of them. Like, <laughs> a shattered bit of bone, like, shrapnel bit as she grows new ar- bones into his arm. Okay, uh, let's go with Roy. Malcolm, Wormherder, Rhea. Mindscape, how can I help you? I'd like to question your motives for waiting so long. And why why you wanted Final Day's execution, even if it was against Litany. Because he fell to the worm. He allowed whatever happened to Howl's Howling King to infest him. But he gave the honorable surrender. You would break Litany. That Garu has no honor. That Garu has more honor than you right now. Him not wanting to break Litany. Him wanting to follow the Garu rules and laws. You are the one dishonorable and falling to the worm. Worm herder. All right. Give us a sec. He gained an extra point of rage from that. 
<laughs> yeah. It, it I did something. You made him mad so good. <laughs> He's the most actually, mad boy. He does I'm not frenzy with that. But he shifts to Krynos and going, You dare cast such lies to me. As you see him spend a point of gnosis as well, as you see his fur grow out into quills. I'll shift into Krynos myself. I speak no such lies. I speak truths, for I have truth on my side. I will rend you. I'd like to see you try, Wormhutter. Show the world your truth. Alright, initiative. So, Worm Herder will go first. Roy, what are you going to do this round? I'm going to just stand there. Okay. Malcolm is going to body tackle you. So you take three ag as he tackles into you and you feel these razor sharp quills pierce your flesh as they break off and stick in you as you fly back, fall on your ass, and they grow back from Malcolm as he goes... I'll rend you, you little wretch. When the quills are pushed out and you begin to vomit forth the serpents who form, once again, the lady, she pl places her hand upon your wounds and they are no more as Malcolm stops and he is in awe. And finally, Zeb, you approach Evan Heals the Past. I would speak with you, Heals the Past, Rhea. What can I do for you, Noble Strider? So many come here in the name of justice. What is this here now? Is this not a proxy? A substitute for other wrongs, other slights, those that would truly be violators that deserve such punishment. You call this justice that's being meted out, but it is petty vengeance. Petty vengeance from long-held grudges. Petty vengeance that those above us would deliver and speak to us as if they contain wisdom and they are somehow enlightened because we are too young to know what has occurred. I have had enough of this brand of justice, Rhea. I have had enough of it being cloaked in something else where the truth is perverted and we are told things that might balm our egos, but not our spirits. As Evan shifts into Krynos and goes, You think that what I try and do is petty? I will, I will also shift to Krynos. It is petty and small and beneath the, the, the rude warriors that are here. He does not frenzy. Why do you think this is beneath us? This land, this regender, he who would let a Karen burn for his own petty ambitions. You think I would go so far to be like him? Like you, Wormbringer? Oh yes, the ancient insult brought against another people who too suffered from the heel of the worm and the degradations of the people that would worship it. Yes, speak those words over and over again. That is the justice you bring, is it not? From on high looking at us, there are so many wrongs here. What you bring here, what you look for here, is not what you seek. There is justice to be had. It is not in this place. This is a substitute, this is petty, and this is vengeance among a small group of people when so many others are in need. As you see, Evan's claws turn to ice and begin to steam. If you would have such words with me, 
Zeb speaks in sweet whispers, then I will gladly trade claws with you. One who would call me petty. One who would insult my honor and my life's work and my dedication to justice. Eat to me in blood. So, uh, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna face tank this Keegan. I'm just gonna right. stand and take it. Cool. So three rollover. You may soak though. And so. Why don't you fight, Zeb? This is the strength of conviction. Show me yours, as your claws fail to pierce me, fa- fail to show your truth and your belief. All right. He's gonna spend two points of rage, <laughs> and attack three times. Let's go. First attack is less than the last one. That's okay. So, first attack. So, uh, if you could roll soak again, Zeb. Dude, the one time we need you to take damage. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, you take one point of ag, but we'll play it out for the rest. So, five rollover on this one. So, nine on the next one, it looks like. So, eight damage. So, <laughs> okay. you see the claws rip through as you see your flesh beneath you actually blacken and freeze. And he goes for the last one. He just starts cutting open as the serpents burst forward, knocking him down, stitching you back together as your one eye rolls back to normal. As you stand up, the flesh stitches back together. You see the frozen husks of your flesh still littering the ground like little bits of meat left in the freezer entirely too long before a long serpent bursts from the socket of your eye and starts to drip out and roll and form into the spirit. As the three spirits unite together and there is a flash of light that ignites this place so it is like the noon sun as justice speaks out. Enough! This place is burdened with lies, burdened with half-truths, you burden this place with your petty infighting when the worm grows and festers. So now you will all speak your truths. You will speak your truths and the lies that you have concealed will seep from your bones and your flesh and every orifice of your body to form a trail of worms to the great shroud that will be the next step in uncovering the last of the truth. For truth is not given. Truth is a journey. Truth is the monument that we craft with our blood, sweat, and tears so that it stands the tests of ages, not some simple words spoken from the great beyond. As you see Malcolm drop, as you see him, like, trying to hold back, and then he speaks out. I was going to take this Karen months ago. My army was ready. We were going to invade until we saw what happened with the leeches. We thought that the Karen would have to stand on its own and that changes were being made. Fate Dancer was allowed on the Karen, gra- Karen Council, and so we left the Sept and were moving to other injustices when we heard what had happened. We came back. We came back to finish what we did. Conquer this place in the name of the Utena. For too long, our Karens had been conquered by other tribes and they claimed that it was the right of conquest, yet when we do it, when older brother tries to gather force to take back what is his, it is seen as unjust, or seen as petty, and I am tired of it, and I am tired of pretending that 
how we are treated is even remotely fair. As you see, like, black liquid leaking from his eyes and his mouth and his nose as it starts to form in the Karen grounds. As Guts the Weak goes, This place was weak and we are going to take it. It is the daughter's right to take a Karen. All Karens are up to be conquered if the sept guarding it are not up to snuff. All of you so nose deep in your petty squabbles, when really all that was required was strength, and your leader refused to show it. As you see the same happening to her, even like leaking from under her fingernails, and from old scars as it's seeping through it, Regender speaks up. I know the anger and the hate in the hearts of older and younger brother. I've seen it firsthand, and I knew that they would ask too much for this Karen, and ask for too much in other Karens in return. They only stand with the nation because there is no other choice now. And knowing that, I would rather see a united and true Garu nation of eleven tribes than one who has given too much for to two. And that is why I made sure this Karen was the way it was. Regardless of my feelings towards Fate Dancer. Because I knew the tribes would keep asking and asking and asking. Because they want the restoration of their lands when that is no longer possible. And we all know it. They are too weak to hold the pure lands anymore. As he vomits forth this black ichor looking infant creature with no legs. As it starts crawling. As you see a thousand eyes open upon its head. As it gibbers in a thousand languages all at once. And then... You see Teresa shake, and she goes, I wanted this Karen for older brother. I would not chase any of the other tribes away because what Regender said was true. We are not strong enough to hold it. But I wanted to see our traditions returned. I wanted this to be a true Karen of older brother because how it feels is hopeless. All the love given to me by my friends... All those who say that they care for me, who come from other tribes, still refuse to listen to my pain. And I am always hurt by them. All the time. And I wanted this to truly be something for us. As she also spits forth a bird of inky black substance as it's almost flipper-like wings slosh within the air and begins to combine with all the others. Evan heals the past, begins to speak, saying, Regender was a pretense. I wanted to heal the past wrongs done to the tribes. And though in my heart I was conflicted about it, I thought that the justice brought the older brothers so that they could reclaim their Karen could snowball so that we could actually have a say our own Karens again. I wanted to heal the past, even if it meant bringing pain to one Garu. The Ganesha has stuck a knife in our back, and healing does not occur when the knife, when you pull only a mere inch of the knife out. It is healing happens when the knife is pulled out, when the wound is stitched closed, 
and the nation refuses to even acknowledge the knife is there. Kyle, you feel a twinge within yourself as you start to shake. I've kept many things about Carson to myself because I've known the entire time that he was lying. And I didn't make it as clear as I could because I thought if you fell for it, I could prove that these elders did not deserve to die. You see Steven shake and he goes, I think Teresa should have been an elder long ago. I stood with Regender simply because he showed me kindness, but I know that he would never have given me a set position because I am a mule and I hate him to some degree. I hate everyone here. Everyone let Pueblo fall. Everyone didn't come and save the Bonars back then. And I have so stood here with a smile on my face because I'm the kind Metis, the one everyone loves because I'm not like the others. I'm just the cheery Steven, but in my heart of hearts, I wonder who would bleed for me. Mark, you start to convulse a little bit. Only reason why I want an alliance between five mirrors and sacred stone was because they are important cared steps. They are focal points of Gnosis that are protecting the American Garu Nation from a great, great evil that is forming underneath us that was sealed long ago. I have taken it upon myself to make sure these cairns never fall so that evil will never erupt and curse these lands again. As it starts going through, as you hear another member of the Karen is uh, even Claw speaks up as he shakes and goes, I am tired of pretending that each challenge for set positions here is equal. I have lived this care in my whole life and I have watched my tribe pushed out of major positions because Garu of greater rank come in to push out the Garu who live here under the guise of unity from Regender. I hate that everyone claimed that we are just as good as everyone else and yet we have had to fight for every position we've had and the only reason we are in these set positions that we have is because we were good enough that there was no dispute ever or they couldn't find anyone who was willing to come here. I am tired of the fact that there is so little empathy in this nation that my people suffer and they feel hurt all the time, but people refuse to acknowledge it, or they call it politics, or they call it sept infighting because they don't experience it and they can't imagine experiencing it. Zeb? I am tired of being robbed of hope, where the only thing I can ascend to is to go out into the Umbra one day and fade away, to know that I will never return to a homeland, that I will never achieve the rank of Elder, that I will be a pawn in a long and hopeless game, in a victory that everyone will chase, but that no one will ever realize. I feel I am above all of the fighting, all of the battles between our own sisters and brothers, the other Garu, everyone fighting against each other without thought of the consequence, how it weakens us against the worm. I am tired of the ignorance and arrogance of those around me who think that it is the right thing to do to kill our fellow Garu and not worry about weakening our number and weakening our strength against the oncoming storm. 
I am tired of being banished for following the orders of these lesser Garu who think that it is okay to to kill the, the Garu around us because they don't follow the same mindset. They don't have the same ideas. As you vomit forth a wolf of ink, you see Carson shake. As you see inky black wings, partially angelic, sprout out and goes, I have died and have been brought back. I was brought back by one of the namers who followed the path he called Verban. The gut weavers, the men of the north, he gave me my life back under the guise of something called the Good Doctor, his face shrouded from me so that I would not see and communicated to me through spirits that he knew through ancient rituals. And I believe this Good Doctor, an ally to us for his price for resurrecting me, was a simple one, to slay a leech. And so he gave me the name and gave me the location so that Gaia could survive as the wings splash down into this slight eruption of shadows as it starts going all around the Karen a thousand for every Garu there until the inky black path moves towards the center of the Karen and then turns into a trail of writhing maggots and Lady Justice turns and goes who will walk down the path and seek truth Mark will uh, raise his hand and he'll uh, transform back to Hamid form. And he'll go, I will walk the path to truth. Coral, step forward. Yeah, just Roy. start walking on the yeah, path. I think so. Okay. So Not a Roy and make, make our way. Yep. All right. As you guys start walking down the path, as you feel maggots writhing up and down your legs, as you move through and you move through the heart of the Karen, as the path continues on and it begins to elevate through the sky as you see other Garu walking behind you. Bloodwind decides to join, as does Arcadian Watcher, as does Evenclaws, and as does Quickwire and Wormherder. The rest stay behind to defend the Karen, for not all can seek truth. Some must stay and learn, from, learn, learn of it from others. As you begin to move, and you start moving up and up and up, not necessarily to the ethereal realm, something else. As you move through and the land becomes shrouded and the maggots begin to shiver just a little less as you start to hear the buzzing of insects as your feet clop, as you feel the goop of entrails and the like crawling on your legs as you look down and it's little bits of blood in the form of maggots, little intestines leaping forward and twisting. And then you approach a curtain in the sky. Getting closer, it is a curtain of flies. Is it, is it like a just them there? Like you yeah. walk through it or you move it aside? You can try either. Coral just walk through. As you walk through, you feel the biting of the flies as they're horse flies, deer flies, the like, biting and chewing, landing on your eyes and your soft bits to get at the juicy flesh of your body before passing through to the other side. And you are on a road of cobblestone with great long dead trees of iron on either side. The sky above is a twisted maelstrom of stars and galaxies. And you see spirits of vengeance 
twisted by the worm. You see spirits of anger and hate in all directions. You see a, you see a multi-armed spirit of rot grabbing onto the stars and climbing over them like monkey bars over your head as it looks down and smiles as pus leaks from its mouth and drips on you like rain. Until you get to a great temple, arms crossed in the form of a man. As the temple looms over you, yet the closer you get, the smaller it becomes until it is the shape of a man. And you get a sense of inviting nature of it. It shivers. And the temple and the statue looks up. This is not your path. It speaks and the stars shudder. Where is our path? This is the path for the enlightened. You are night folk. Your path has been set. Semi-enlightened ones. You must dance elsewhere. We are told this is where the truth is. And what must be seen. The truth is that you forge your own path. Follow the path of blood. All our meat and drink to the strong. This is not your path. I do not know who sent you here. But this is not your path. We have been led here by the Incarna of Truth. Truth is subjective and spirit is of no concern to me. Dance to the roots of the tree of knowledge. There is no ascension here. Then if this is as you say, spirit. I am not a spirit. I am a glimpse beyond the veil, the illusions we tell ourselves. I am a glimpse that justice is a lie. You cannot enter me. You are not enlightened. Who are the enlightened ones? Tell me why I should give you the name. Surely if we aren't them, then it would speed us from you. But the game is so much fun. Tell me, what are you willing to give for the knowledge? Give everything and nothing. Nothing is my goal. And if nothing is what you seek, place your hand Does you see the heart open? And I will give you a gift of nothing. And I will give you the information you seek. Is it not an even trade? Even it's subjective, but the truth is what we're looking for. So it is an even trade at this time. And I will give you nothing. And I'll place my hand. As you place your hand in there, and you see the little hole grow teeth and bite in as they consume, it consumes your hand as your hand is bit clean off. And you get flashes in your mind, flashes of death, rot, endless swirling. You get this distinct feeling, this, this disdain. You feel, I need you to roll willpower, difficulty nine. Okay. You start to sh you shake, the blood stops briefly, and you feel an apathy, almost a disdain for your human family, your former human family. They were weak. They brought your apotheosis. Through the blood of their sacrifice, you became Garu. And that confirmation and that thought now gives you an odd sense of accomplishment as you feel the tendrils of that thought that line of thinking trying to reach out and it tries to collect collect around melvin who had left your pack long ago but you don't let it you force that disdain back thankfully and finally you 
gain something as a gift is forced into your mind and you gained bestowing the predator's shadow. They are called the neighbors to your folk. You are not enlightened. You are only half awake. You are the night folk. Does his arm grow back? Like when he changes forms. You can are there are they- I think you said there's a tree. There are roots kind of beneath us. If I look down, I can see the roots of the of the great tree that's here. No, it's talking in metaphor, saying okay, that yeah, you'll well, have to I see mean, the I, roots. I, yeah, okay. but you do is know the a, world tree. That is a thing in Garu well, mythology. That, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Is I wasn't okay. sure there was a manifestation there. Of, of no. Are there like are there like other paths like legit or is it, is it like this statue thing the only thing we see? But are there is I there think, like other stuff around? Uh, this is the. This is the clue for your path to truth. This thing. The path wasn't the final thing. It is the first brick in the Tower of Truth. Because truth cannot be given. It must be earned. Through blood, sweat, tears, and seeking. This is the first uh, thing of your seeking. Okay, so, so we, ha- so we kind of have to do this. Well, so you're just trying to get as much from this, and then you can leave. This is... You're trying to discern its words in some sort of way to make sense to you, or at least have something for the future. This is directly tied to the good doctor. That is your hint. I am tied to the enlightened. The namers. namers. I am tied to the enlightened. Okay. I do not bring ascension. Oh. Okay. Yes, exactly. Desire to know more intensifies. (laughs) It's... (laughs) You have given me nothing. I have given you nothing in return. As it looks at Roy. Bring me something, and perhaps I will give you something in return. I do an enigmas roll for what something could be, or what would be appropriate. Sure. Can I join him on that? Uh, you can do a separate... Yeah, you can do a separate one. Yeah, a separate roll. I'm guessing, like, diff nine. Yeah. So, with enigmas? Yep. Nope. I'll, I'll roll one as well. Actually, you botched yeah. that, Zeb. I did. I, can I spend a willpower to negate a botch? You have to do it at the beginning. Oh, that's right. You can't reflexive. Okay. Yeah, I botch it. I'm going to spit a willpower. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not diff- Good call. Good call. Also, <laughs> also botched. Also botched. Um. So, real quick. Mark, you're getting the distinct sense that whatever this thing is asking for, it will not be worth it. Kyle, Zeb, you should do whatever this thing asks you to do. Fantastic. I enjoy paradoxes. Bring me, bring me a leech that plays at being human. One who thinks themselves pure and tries to be more of a saint than any other. Bring me this and place them within me. And gladly, I shall tell you more. Guys, whatever this thing is offering, I don't think it's going to be worth it. We're... He keeps saying we're not what he wants. I think he's just playing with us right now. And as Carson said, the namers... He mentioned the namers as well. A powerful mage, as he said. So clearly this thing is attached to the mages. Isn't that exactly why we should investigate it? But it keeps saying we are not of the enlightened. That might the mages he also says the neighbors i'm going on that no he he said they were the same all right we're clearly 
not capable of interacting with this thing properly. Just because you can type away at a computer, or just because you're able to do something with a tool doesn't mean you could do it effectively. I think we should keep it in mind. I've had just about enough of namers and their interference and what they think they can do through their hubris. Certainly the Incarna brought us here for a reason. Possibly not to interact with this, but to show us that the mages are involved in this. Definitely. Why is the life of a leech so worth, worth no truth? I could give you the name and the location of he who is tied to me. All I ask is for a vampire that plays a saint. I mean, it, it sounds like he's asking for Kirby specifically. No, there are many vampires who play at saints. They seek a path to redemption. I do not bring ascension, and they can never find it. Bring me a vampire who plays at a saint, and there will be one less leech in the world, and you will have the information that you require. We were just told that the truth is not something given to you. Something through blood, sweat, tears. He said that there are many leeches who play at being saints, at being human. It could be so, so easy. It could be a day, if that, to take it. We could bring it easily. Is capturing a leech not a difficult task? Is that not leading for truth? I don't think that it has to be hard. I don't think that it's a requirement. I don't think that... I do think that we could find a leech that plays at being human that's lowly and weak. I've heard enough of this statue. He has nothing for me. I'd be eager to spill my own blood to find out truth, but I will not, I will not sacrifice other creatures for the sake of my own wisdom. We will come back to this perhaps, Kyle, another time. All right, and I suppose to ask specifically for the only kind of leech we might think twice about killing fills me with a little bit of hesitation. I'm foolish, I'm foolish enough to try to bargain, but I'm smart enough to know that something that deals in nothing is a few leaps beyond me. We've already dealt with mages. I'd rather we hold off on that while we deal with the leeches at home. Let us continue then. Truth is our own path. How about a truth for a truth then? Is that not a fair and equal deal? Let us bargain elsewhere. There are more more to seek than this. I can't I can't imagine it would be one stop on this journey, as Truth said. You have given much though, Roy. I appreciate your wisdom here. Now I beseech us all. Let us be on our way. As you start moving ways, the statue gets larger and larger and larger. As you see it going. I will be here. I will give you whatever you seek. But you must simply make the trade. As it moves and it closes its arms. Those who would protect the world and abandon truth. As the head goes down and you move through and you pass through the same paths and you re-enter the Karen. As you see Justice still standing there. As all the Gar watch and you hear one go, You weren't, you were gone but a moment. And Malcolm says, For his bane and the ill omens spoke many questions. They tried to get answers as everyone sees Roy's missing hand. Some sacrificed more than others. Justice looks at it, places her hand on the nub and pulls her hand back as your hand reforms and she says to you, Roy, water will not 
wipe away the wound entirely, nor will the smoke and the burning birch. You will need something hotter to burn away what has touched your soul. The guardian of, guardian of your salvation has three heads. You have made the first step. You have found the first stone. Build your tower of truth and make sure it lasts for the ages as she ascends back into the heavens and the Karen is quiet. Roy, in the back of your mind, you hear kind of a whisper. Why bother with cryptic messages? Stay here and do your duty. Why does it matter to follow the spirit of truth a second time? The truth will set me free. Will set this whole Garu nation free. You heard the statue. It's all relative. Write your own truth. Aren't you tired of being the shit heel for everyone else? No, I'm not tired of this. It's what I was born for. What I have learned to live with. And it is my truth. Yeah. It's yours. Keep that truth. Fuck everyone else's. What do you mean? Fuck everyone else's truth. How they perceive me. Yeah. You're your own man, Roy. Don't lose sight of that. Everyone who tries to say otherwise is trying to make you part of the herd. Now that's wisdom that I will take. You gotta be a good example to Dimitri after all. What are these whispers? What is Roy's new outlook? What is the statue that they found in the Road of Maggots and the Road of Worms? What is a Verban? What is the good doctor? I guess we'll have to find out next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.